I woke up this morning and I saw some disrespect on Twitter that I think I need to address. So somebody, in fact, you know what? It's not somebody. I'm calling him the chest. Mark's Kitchen decided to bring up a Tom Riddle versus Severus Snape conversation. And following the thread, I see a lot of disrespect for Snape because I get it. I I mean, I completely do that Tom Riddle will most likely best him in a duel, right? Because it's fucking Tom Riddle. But not th- not with the landslide with which people think Tom Riddle would um, best him. Because, okay, so people are saying how uh, Voldemort's dwelled with Slughorn and... Bitch, Slughorn still kept his defense against his dark arts um, job for just one year. Everybody knows that, that I mean, that job was tailor-made for 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 snape and that the only reason he wasn't getting it was because they felt it was too i mean it's like tempting a cat with what do cats like well this is an interesting question i don't even have the answer to but it's like dangling bits in front of of um the bit is the victim what the other person share because I, I don't because you know he was a death eater before you can't give of course so it doesn't make sense to give him the job but you guys are so disrespectful. The whole, a whole fucking half-blood prince that came up with, with his own spells in sixth year. How about now, guys? And what... For him to have... For Voldemort to have trusted him so much and for Albus Dumbledore to also trust him that much. Aside from his wisdom, don't you think he, he is very powerful? I mean, wasn't he the first person that... Um, Al, wasn't he Albus's um, caretaker, be, what, health manager, whenever Albus was out hunting Horcruxes, and you guys are disrespecting him like this, I mean, I never thought there would be a day where I would defend fucking Severus Snape, but, I mean, I would have to give it to him now, he, he, he needs, you guys, he's not going to lose like that, he can even actually hold his own against, um, Voldemort for a bit, it'll actually be quite a, it'll actually be something I'd love to watch, but yeah, I said I need to address that first, because I was upset, so, <sighs> it's obvious it is obvious that a lot of you haven't read um Harry Potter and the Last Horcrux. Um so okay, <clears throat> a little a little a little oh my goodness. Hi guys, good morning. Oh shit, I'm hi guys, good morning. I am sorry, I am so sorry I didn't upload like I said I would yesterday. And if you didn't notice that I said I would upload yesterday and I didn't upload yesterday, then, I mean, pretend you didn't hear any of this. Um, I just, I wasn't, I just wasn't feeling like it. And my spirit, my, I just wasn't feeling like it. And I, and I know that you guys deserve, I mean, you people choose to listen to me just do this. And I can't. I have to respect that. I have to treat. I have to treat you with something worth your listening to. So, I couldn't record yesterday. I tried recording, but then I wasn't some. I wasn't remotely satisfied, and so I apologize for not uploading yesterday. That's why I'm uploading today, and I will upload tomorrow. So, yes. <clears throat> Hi guys. Good morning. My name is KV, and this is another episode of Naked and Baked. But today, because it is weekend and it is Sunday, and I just want to be chill 
because the major reason why I didn't feel like I had anything to record yesterday was because I didn't know I had anything to say that was worth listening to. But, you know, having having surfed the streets of Twitter, I have some contents that I can, like, share with you guys. So, yeah, ergo, ergo the start we had today, you know, disrespect to Severus Snape. So, I was saying it is obvious a lot of you haven't read Harry Potter and the Last Hookrock. So, we know that... Um, oh my goodness, I'm ashamed to Harry Potter fandom right now. Okay, so Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone, Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix, Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows. Whew. Right. Yeah, so it is obvious a lot of you haven't read... Harry Potter and the Last Horcrux. Um, so we know that Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows is... I, I mean, okay, I should say that, hi guys, I'm a Harry Potter geek too, but then it's obvious by now, so let's just move on from there, right? So we know that Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows came out in 2006, 7, 2006 or 7, because I remember... Yeah, so it was 2006 or 7, right? It was August... It was... Yeah, it was 2000... Because I remember I was, I was in SS2, Right, and one of my friends had traveled for it was it had to have been summer or maybe January, I don't know. So that's why I'm not sure if it's 2006 or seven. And when he came back, um, he came back her but and Deathly Hallows, right? But in the in the space in the space of the release of Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows, one of the fan fictions is Harry Potter. And the last Horcrux, and because of the timing, I think Deadly House was come out like maybe August. So this person, this author, released her fan fiction like maybe July, like a month before. So a lot of people got it, thinking it was book seven. Then book seven dropped. So by the time book seven dropped, um, the last Horcrux didn't get as much um, attention as. My point is, a lot of people haven't read that book and it shows because Melinda gave us. Oh, let me not, let me rephrase. Melinda gave me the kind of Harry Potter seven I had envisioned in my mind, and I feel that I, I mean I know that's one of the reasons why it sold and it's so oh gosh, like Harry was, whew, genie, the, the the person we or the person I saw genie to be. Oh, I, I figured Ginny would be, I mean, to be the girlfriend of the protagonist, Harry Potter. She has to be, like, brave and beautiful. And in this um, order of the last whole crux, there's a proper, there's a proper duel at the end where Harry actually, like, starts using the killing curse. Like, Harry grows. It's so lit. There's one time where, <clears throat> there's one time in the book where um, um, Death Eaters are in Diagon Alley. And then Harry, Ginny, they, they, they're trying to rob Gringotts. Anyway, so, you know, because Harry is a superhero and all that shit, and the uh, Hermione and Ron are always with him. So, of course, they engage <clears throat> they engage the Death Eaters in the duel. And, um, anyways, curses are flying. Harry and Ginny are on the roof. And then the build, the on the roof of a building, and then the building is hit by a curse and it's coming down so they have to jump from one building that is coming down to the other one right so you know it's all those oh uh, you, you see it in all the movies now you have to run now is either we 
make this leap or you know we're dead so harry goes first he jumps and he clears it right and so he's trying to encourage Ginny, and then Ginny is hesitant but then she shall tries to make it but then at the last second she like she doubts herself and then so she's going to fall short no pun intended and so as harry says she's about to fall short he grabs her and in grabbing her he dislocates his shoulder but you know he still heaves her over right the book is so lit because they're t- they narrating this this scene from Ginny's point of view right now and then Ginny is saying something like harry is bleeding all over he has cuts all over him and he's looking all heroic and he's giving off the an aura of confidence that even he doesn't know he gives off right and then harry is like delirious with pain because of his dislocated shoulder right and they need to operate out of there so but he hasn't gotten his license yet Ginny is a better operator than he is and so he she she wants to operate them out of out of there and then he's like give him one second for him to fix something and then he rams his shoulder into the wall to pop it back into place and then as he pops back into place he passes out out of pain you know that's like that's how lit the harry potter and the last whole crux exam oh my lord and i tried to sh- uh, so if you need it uh just Send me a tweet. Um, send me a DM on Twitter. My t- handle is stole by KV. I would mail it to you, cause oh my lord. So yes, <laughs> right. Anyway, so the point of the last Horcrux I brought was, um, it's obvious that a lot of people haven't read it because then you see characters in like proper, like living like their full potential. So you know that Snape is actually a bad bitch, you know. He's a wuss, but he's a fucking bad bitch. Period. So, yes, he might, um, Tom Marvel Riddle might, might. And it's, I say might because, I mean, I, I think I always look you support the underdog because it's always such a beautiful tale when the other underdog becomes Victor. <clears throat> but yeah, excuse me. Hi, guys. Well, <laughs> have I said welcome? So this is the crazy, wavy world of KV. Um, shout out to Camille for giving me that. Today is also International Women's Day. Shout out to all the queens who are listening to this, first of all, because you're the first people that will hear this, obviously. A shout out to all the women out there. For be- I mean, I mentioned it in the first episode that's um bloody hell this is crazy that the fact that a woman bleeds every month for the rest of her life from the time she's a woman till i mean right the fact that she does that alone she's a superhero so if you are a woman i respect you shout out to you happy international women's day um so i well, yeah so i'm so part of the you know the vibe of today is i'm just going to be randomly remembering and since i already started off with Harry Potter. I remember, and the so I mentioned how this book dropped in the like a month before the original Harry Potter and Deadly Hallows book seven dropped, right? But I didn't even find out about it then. It, I was in my fourth year or my third year. I was in my final. I was in my final year in uni. Right. Yes, I was in final final year in uni, and then I went. I went to Covenant University. Um, 
shout out to all the Eagles too, yeah. Anyways, I went to the, I went for a lecture, one of those general lectures, and one of my friends who is also a Potterhead, because I had just recently lost my laptop, and I knew she would have the soft copies of all the Harry Potters, so I had told her that at that next general class, I would get the Harry Potters from her. So I collected it in the flash, and I, you know, I took it, and then I got to my laptop when when I was reading it because I liked. I mean, because I love I love the book. I was just reading it, and then I got to Harry Potter Seven, and I saw it was different. So my first experience of Harry Potter and the Last Horcrux was actually like in twenty 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 thirteen, you know. So tiny it's International Women's Day. Shout out to Enya Draw because she is the one who gave me the Harry Potter. You know, yeah. It was EDS class now, or TMC. EDS or TMC or GST. Were you doing GST in for? Irrespective. So, yeah. Um, and also, I'm also trying to... Um, what am I trying to do? I'm trying to... That's not important. I'll just try. Okay, so tied, I have already tied Harry Potter to International Women's Day. Now I'm going to tie International Women's Day to Sunday just because it I mean just because I can. So um I a while ago I was listening to um Ariana Grande's God is a Woman. And I realized that for me I love Ariana Grande and I also love Camila Cabello and then one time I was listening to Ariana Grande I realized one of the reasons why I love them so much is because you're listening to them and you think like they their range both their ranges are just ridiculous like what the so you know I mean so I'm most likely faded as fuck and listening to either of them right and I'm just flowing with music and then I think I mean this bitch can't go higher than this and then they still go higher. So yeah, I was listening to God is a Woman and then it, it just, a train of thought that left the station at that point that I didn't realize had left or was just, you know, moving. Um, was like, is, I mean, God is a woman? Okay, so hear me out, hear me out. So I'm thinking, so randomly some other time, I'm just, I'm, I'm almost like, so whose car is that? Anyways, um, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, yes, so I was... God is a woman, that's what I'm all right. Yes. Um, so one time I'm just thinking, and I, this is these are my thoughts. Why... I, I feel God is... I mean, I feel God is a woman, right? And the thought processes that led to this are or is. So I'm thinking... Men... They say men are... Women are emotional and men are logical, Right? And I'm just thinking, it God cannot be logical, first of all. I mean, because um, I, I tried to make sense of it. The logical thing would have been to... I mean, it makes no sense that I would be a sinner. You know, I would sin for all my days or whatever. And... I would just no. In fact, no. That's not even what I want. That that was not what I was thinking of that day. I'm sorry, guys. Um, (laughs) 
Right. Yes, God is neurological. God is neurological because let's let me start from like the most obvious, like medical, medical, um, medical. In, let's look at health. We call miraculous things, right? There are some things that medicine just can't explain. And then that's what they call miracles because this person was dead and gone or some shit or this is beyond anything, right? But then God, that's why, I mean, the, the idea of God herself is miraculous because, and I mean, the fact that it's miraculous is not logical anymore. And then if men are logical, then that means, first of all, God can't be a man, right? Because we only tend to, we tend to attribute the things that we cannot make sense of to being an act of God, right? If we can't explain it humanly, if we can't say, right, it's like, God, man, that was God, dude, because it, so the fact that logically, the fact that we know for certain that everything that attributes anything godly is blow your mind material i mean that already says that god is not logical right but then also i'm not thinking also you know thinking about the attribute not i don't want to say attributes of a woman but then like the characteristics of a woman right because i i'm thinking i do not know if a man has the capability to love the way god loves us like because everything is like pros and cons when it comes to the way a man would think, right? He weighs the pros, he weighs the cons, and then if the pros outweigh the cons, he would most likely go with the alternative or with the path that he'll go with the pros. What am I saying? Gosh. <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying uh, uh, it's food for thought and oh yes th- see I said I was going to fight you people. I this is this is probably going to be the f- fifth episode, and thank you guys so much for listening up until this point. But I'm starting to feel like a mad person because I am constantly just talking to myself. Nobody has sent me mess. Okay, okay, okay. That's not true. But I mean, guys, I want to have conversations. Hmm, a feature soon. Yeah, that that would make things okay. Yeah, but I mean, guys, how far now? My my handles are stored by KV. Let's yeah, haba. So yeah, um, uh, give me like right. Uh, what was I talking about before I said I was going to fight you? For, um, God being a woman, I just think that. If I think about what I think or what I know, what I feel God is, and what do I feel God is? It's Sunday, right? It's half service. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, right? This is about learning and what do I, I mean? Okay, so my Bible tells. I remember an, another reason why I said I was, I had the thought process as to why I came to the conclusion that God is a woman. Because... The Bible, which is the, not, not the foundation, because the Holy Spirit should be the foundation. I mean, the Holy Spirit is the foundation of um, Christianity because he is our mediator and helps us understand the things that are normally illogical to us. He makes us, he's the bridge, right? Um, or she is the bridge for the Holy I mean, 
right? Anyways, um, but then the Bible is the 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 Bible is what Christianity takes its form from, and being a feminist, I think that, and I'm trying to say this carefully, um, but then I mean that's the point of Nick and I'm big to say things and then learn, um, um. Uh, the the Bible basically is I wouldn't say misogynistic in its nature, but then if the books of the Bible were written by men, and we know from a time that um, um, we know from a time that uh, well, I would because the women didn't know better. I wouldn't say I, I'm trying to say the women wouldn't have seen it as misogyny because they accepted like the various gender roles and all that so i'm trying not to say that the women accepted it because they didn't know better but um but a lot of things were i mean we attribute every great thing to femininity feminism i mean not feminism we yeah femininity we attribute i mean we say a nation is a she we say a ship is a she you know, every, every, all those things, there's a reason why we don't say he, you know. So for something as great as God, why is the default se- sex attached to it a he? Because I'm thinking, um, I'm thinking of the Bible and God said this. Okay, the, I mean, again, the foundation of God being male m- might come from, the fact that because the people who wrote the Bible were men, they would say, and God said, and he said, right? Because maybe their minds couldn't fathom the fact that it could be a she instructing them. You know, because I'm also thinking, I mean, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Okay, fair enough. But then he, that was, I mean, what, what, okay, this is threading very interesting lines. Because God the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. But then all of these conclusions still come. That it is just logical that God is a woman. Sorry, it's all. It's just logical that God is a man based on everything, right? But then, isn't the fact, isn't the idea of God being beyond our, like being beyond what our minds can conceive? And since our minds can conceive the fact that God might be a woman, I mean, maybe God is a woman. I mean, I don't know. These are some of the trains of thought. I <laughs> right. Also, okay, 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 okay. That, 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 that's, that's that with that. Then I also saw a very interesting thing on Twitter. 10 million. Would you collect 10 million from Dangote or would you rather spend one hour with him or something? And, who boy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh hi Jenny. Um yes. Um <laughs> 10 million of us. I mean, first of all, we need, let's be very honest with ourselves. 10 million is a lot of money. No matter listen, eh, I don't no matter how much Okay, like, no matter how much you make, right? You, you, nobody can, nobody can come and tell me you people don't know that 10 million is a very small amount of money because the truth is 
I mean, anybody that has that much money, anybody that has anybody that has accumulated wealth, I think, you know, anybody I think anybody that has accumulated wealth knows that any knows that it it it's it wasn't a I mean, some, yes, it's possible that, you know, an inheritance or whatever, but everybody actually understands the wealth, the dynamics, I think, knows that it is, like, having little, little, th- having lots of things, bringing in money, you know, to accumulate, yeah, right? And so, if te- even if 10, if 10 million is going to, even if it's saying, even if 10 million is going to solve your, your water bill, or let's say do your lawn, even, let's even be, in quote, be quote, unquote, insultive, right? And say, yes, that 10 million is going to be, uh, something to feed your buy dog food for all your dogs or you know manage your your fleet of boats or fuel for your whatever F- free ten million if it solves all that that frees up funds that you didn't have freed up before to do something else so ten million is a lot of money you know but then you know so going with the conversation ten million versus dangote um, and I'll be dangote the thing is <laughs> I realize I come to realize that okay, I, the people who say the people who so I had to address that ten million is a lot of money first. Now I know I was not, I'm not thinking the people who say, who say ten million is not a lot of money, they have a truth to what they are saying because they are of the reality or they are in the place where they know that giving an hour with Dangote, they can pick enough interest in him. Or conversing, I mean, if you have the confidence or they believe that in that one hour they can get Dangote to be more intrigued in them and then they can get, you know, more than 10 million. So, you know, that's 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 a very valid, it's valid, right? It's possible. But at the same time, you know, what are the odds? How confident are you? Because a lot of people are confident, but then, you know, what do you really have to, how do you want to bust Dangote's head in one hour? Hour that he would say, do you, do you get? I mean, <sighs> I mean, I guess I mean, if not me, let me see, let me let me think about it. if I want to be flippant or whatever. Um, I mean, so it again, it depends on you because it depends on you weighing the pros and cons. Because I would weigh the pros and cons, what are the odds of? Because I'm a crazy person, I think of the <laughs> I mean, we already know this, right. You know, I'll probably make, you know, in that one hour, if he's in the comfortable space, I could offer him a joint, you know, have, or, you know, and then if I can offer him a joint, that makes his mind more open, so I could be more, you know, that that is a possibility that I would consider, you know, or even, not even, not necessarily a joint, because it may be edibles or something, whatever, so maybe getting him to invest, in, if, with that, once I do that, I can get him to, having him experience it first time, maybe get him to invest in cannabis in some way, because, um, I don't know, the stock markets show that the more countries that legalize weed, as more countries are legalizing weed, investing in weed is a very great, I mean, it's a good investment because it's going to reap a lot of dividends. Anyways, so yeah, you know, I could do that. But at the same time, um, again, like I said, it's about weighing the pros and cons. So if I weigh that and I say, or, or I t- take the 10 million, probably start something or do something with 10 million and, you know, in I don't know in two three in after some time having having doubled it or quadrupled having made profit on it or done made good use with it, you know I cannot go back to Dangote. I mean I could take that time and I go back and say, sir, you didn't know this, but you randomly invested this ten million in me 
you gave me this 10 million and this is what I've done with it in so so and so amount of time so so and so amount of time. So if you invest in me further, you know, so it depends on you, it depends on your approach. But let's not lie and say 10 million is not a lot of money. I mean, that is that is pure disrespect to 10 million naira. For so and I'm upset because I've never used it in, I've actually never had 10 million in my account, yeah. Thank God. <sighs> so yeah, that's that on that. Then um what else is there? I don't know. You guys tell um I I actually need you guys to talk to me too so that I know. I mean, I am a crazy person, but you know, a conversation. Hi KV, I I really enjoyed your podcast. You know, it it would do, it would do great. Yeah, it would go, go away. Yes, it would go away. Um no, it wouldn't go away. It's go <sighs> That's it guys. Um Thank you for staying on this. Thank you for listening again to me just ramble about stuff. And, you know, like this, share this, um, leave a comment, send me a message on Twitter. My handle is as told by KV. And, um, Oh no, I said I wanted to do shout out since it's International Women's Day. Okay, so I've done that, you know, not shout out, shout out, but um um Pedro is the CEO of Bay Bionics. Pedro is an she's an awesome woman and I love you. You guys she makes the best skincare stuff. Um yeah, yeah. <laughs> So check her handle out. It's I would she would do the needful. Um um it's a Bay Bionics. Um shout out to Rachel, super superhero doctor, always has time for me when I need her to be there for me. Um who else? See, if I don't remember not that if I don't remember you, see, you will not be upset. Eh? You know I love you. It's just this, this, this. You know you understand. But who else? Um, um. Ah, I have too many women in my life. To, I'm surrounded by great women. Oh my lord, I am so blessed. I am so blessed. Oh my lord, I am surrounded. Ah, my my mentor he came up with you. Well done, man. Uh, oh wow. Tiffany, I love you. Funakent, superhero, master baker, Wedema, great friend, I love you. Um, who else? Moji, oh, sweet girl Moji, the girl I'm, oh, you're such a darling. You stress me, madam, but I love you. Um, <laughs> Um, who else? Ah, Lord. You know, if you are getting upset that I haven't mentioned your name, you know I love you. Yes. Thank you. Share this. Um, I said, I've I've said this before. (laughs) Who else? Um, Bunny. Hi. Bye, guys. Peace out. (laughs)